What is up, everybody? We are here, episode 50, and we have a very special guest today. We have Minty from Minty Bets. How are you doing, Minty? I'm doing well, Peter. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it greatly. Of course. I'm super happy to be here. As you know, I'm a fan of your TikTok page, so I am honored to be here. <laughs> yes. I was, I was, yes, I was very excited when I saw you comment on myself. I was like, oh my God. Because I've been watching you um when you were on Wager Talk. Oh, so wow. when you were when you were on there uh with Kelly Stewart and um Prez, what was his name? Yes, uh the Prez, yeah, Lawrence the Prez. Prez. Yes. Yes, yeah. So I would be at my desk, I'd be watching your show. Um, and then I obviously follow your stuff. So yes, it was very nice to uh to have you interact with my stuff. So thank you. Of course, of course. Yeah, your TikTok memes. I remember watching one of your videos, the one uh of Kim Kardashian, you're making fun of Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so funny. I watched it over and over and over, and then I had to do one for the NBA because we know there's tons of injuries in the right. NBA. So that was uh, hilarious. And I just was hooked there on their own. By the way, those Kardashian clips are my favorite ones to do TikToks of. They're so they good. Are. But you know what? Sometimes I wonder, I'm like, will the sports world understand? Do people in the sports watching world, sports fans actually like correlate the Kardashians with this? Like, do they know it's the Kardashians? So I'm just like, oh, but we know. Pro so. Probably not, I guess, but it's still just, they're just good audios. You know, it's just like quality audio. So you are an OG in this space. You are very highly recognized and well-respected. How did, how did you get into sports betting? So I was born and raised in Vegas. I've never left. I still live here in Vegas. So, you know, I am surrounded by gambling. Um, my parents worked in the casino and my dad is like a full on degenerate. Like he would come <laughs> home with tickets like, hey, we got to watch this NBA game because I have money on it. So I thought it was pretty like cool that you could just bet like, oh, who wins or if the total is high or if the total is low. And so I've just been surrounded by sports betting. Um, getting into this gambling Twitter space is like completely just fluky because I, uh, I I wanted to start betting on the MLB and the MLB was like my weakest sport. Like I didn't really watch it much. I didn't grow up as a fan. Um, so it, it was just really hard to bet on. So I started a Twitter and I started following different handicappers and, and writers and stuff, following different teams to see how I could get an edge and become a better better. And that's been my main goal is to become a better better. Uh, and then I started posting my picks just to keep track of like my record and stuff. And then someone suggested to me, hey, maybe you should start posting videos. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of camera experience. I didn't go to school in like broadcasting or anything, but I did it. And then it kind of just blew up from there. I got recognized by, like you said, Wager Talk. They picked me up first. Uh, and then shortly after that, Yahoo picked me up. Um, I was a weekly guest on their show, Mad Bets, um, which is now my show. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and then I became a full-time employee the year after that. And I just got really, really lucky. I was kind of just at the right place at the right time sort of thing. Um, because this sports betting industry really blew up the past couple of years. Yeah, and it's going to continue to get bigger and bigger, at least. That's, that's what I think. Um, so as you mentioned, you are with Yahoo right now. So maybe you could tell us about like your daily duties or your schedule with Yahoo. Like, What does that look like as an employee at Yahoo who's a sports betting analyst? Yeah, so unfortunately, I got hired mid-pandemic, like full-time. So I never got to work at the cool office in Playa Vista, California. I never got to have that cool like workplace environment experience, like in a nice 
office building. Um, but I hear it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so daily, I mean, Mondays are the busiest days. We have our meetings, our weekly meetings where we go over our schedules, what videos we have to do. Um, I host weekly UFC videos with uh, our UFC combat writer, Kevin Ioli. Um, I host a bunch of videos, actually. And then me and Ariel Epstein, we do a few videos in the MLB. And uh, I do a couple selfie videos of like the Stanley Cup playoffs, talk a little bit about NBA. Um, so it, it really changes week by week, depending on what events we have. Um, and although I don't bet every single thing, like the draft and stuff like that, I have to give picks on the draft. Um, so I can really talk about any sport and betting any sport, uh, as long as I have a little, little bit of notice, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it changes day to day. And I, I'm just so lucky I get to work from home because I, I kind of make my own schedule. Uh, and my schedule is so flexible. And uh, yeah, I, I just love what I do. Yeah, I mean, working from home is the best, right? I mean, you don't have to, I mean, you don't have to interact with people if you don't want to, you just kind of do yeah. your own thing. So I, I enjoy it as well. Um, and you touched on this earlier, and I think I saw a video that you made. Um, you said, here are uh, the sports handicappers uh, based on their profile picture, and you kind of rated them on who, on who they were. So I want to get your idea because I think you mentioned it before as well. What do you make of all these Twitter handicappers? Because you are obviously professionally doing this. You work for a huge, big brand. You've worked for credible um, you know, companies before that are involved with sports betting, anybody can make a Twitter account, right? So yes. what do you, cause, and this, this whole, um, you know, business or this whole uh, space is very saturated with handicappers and, you know, Twitter handicappers. So what do you make of all that? Yeah. So like you said, anyone can make a Twitter and anyone can start a podcast and everyone kind of thinks that, because they post their picks, they should get noticed. Or because they talk about their picks and break it down, they should get noticed. But everyone is doing that. And I get this all the time of like, what, like I've been doing this for so long. I've been in this industry for so long. I started my Twitter before you. I was born before you. Like, why <laughs> did you get picked up um, by a major network, by a sports media company when I've been trying to get noticed and stuff? And it's like, you know, I, I'm not dumb. I know my niche is that I'm a young, upper average looking woman who lives in Las Vegas, who watches sports and bets on sports. I mean, that's my niche, you know, and and that's kind of what these media companies look for is a little bit of diversity because anyone can talk sports. Everyone watches sports and, and you can bet on sports. If you bet long enough, you'll you'll do fine. Um, but these Twitter handicappers, there's so many different kinds. There's, you know, the veteran handicappers that kind of hate you know, how sports betting, like what it's become and, and evolved to. Um, and then you have like the degenerates who who bet on everything and anything and will bet pregame, live bet, and they'll bet on sports they don't even know and have never heard of and will probably never pay attention to. And you have people like me who don't bet for a living, but we do bet on the games that we are interested in and we lay off the ones that we're not. Um, so Twitter handicappers, Twitter betters are, it's just a very interesting space because before getting into this sports betting industry, I was a cocktail server in Las Vegas. And before that I, I owned my own floral design business. So it's like just oh, wow. such a different space and it's such different people, but honestly, everyone has been super nice and super supportive. And, and when I first started Twitter, it was just people posting pics. It was just people starting podcasts and it was just these these major networks and these media companies just starting to branch out into sports betting. 
uh, and now it's become like all about content, all about what's funny and like entertaining and engaging. And that's kind of what you do, Peter, is, is you entertain. And I just love that about you, which is why yeah. I'm here, because I, I want to get to know you more, too. And, and I super support like what you do, because it has to be fun because so many people are giving out picks and like it's just kind of boring now. Yeah, well, I would like. I never say I'm a handicapper. I love to gamble, and I, I I have a I know a lot about baseball and football. But I'm a content creator. I make videos, silly videos that make you laugh, or that re- that are uh, you know relate to baseball or football or sports or whatever. But and I like to gamble, so I will give out picks and some analysis. But I'm not ignorant enough to call myself you know oh I'm a handicapper. I would never say that. You know what I mean? Thanks. There's plenty of people that do do that though. They're they have it in their their profiles. Like I'm a handicapper, and it's like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and it's like if you don't have your picture posted, I just can't take you seriously, you know. Yeah. And and some people they don't want to show their face, and that's okay. But then maybe they won't get very far in the sports betting industry. I don't know what people's goals are, but I think a lot of people's goals when they come into this gambling Twitter space and they post picks is they want to be noticed. They want to be like the greatest sports better or the greatest handicapper, or they want people to know that they win. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can win, but you have to present your content in a very fun way and an attention grabbing way. And that's what a lot of people lack too. Um, So yeah, anyone can give out picks, but to present it in a unique way is is Mm -hmm. the most important in my opinion. So obviously you mentioned you are a upper echelon looking woman who lives in Las Vegas. Um, Now I imagine this wouldn't come from me, but I imagine you get hate. Okay. So I want to know, do you get more hate for being a woman who works in sports or more hate for being a woman that works at sports betting? Do you get the, what do you know? You're a chick. Or do you get the, you don't even bet on games. You're a chick. What do you get more of? The you don't even bet on games. People think all the time that like someone sends me the things to say, whether it's like sports books or like a man or something. I don't know who, <laughs> but um, people always say like you don't bet on games. What do you bet? Like ten dollars, a hundred dollars? Like that's nothing. And I'm like, okay, why does it matter? I'm as a woman living in Vegas, I'm not going to tell you how much I bet because right. it's dangerous. And I'm sorry, Peter, there are psychos on Twitter. Okay. There are people that can find out where you live and oh, stuff yeah. like that. And I've dealt with uh, some scary stuff along the way. So oh my goodness, really? you, yeah, which is why I use, you know, the alias Minty Bets. Of course, it's not my real name. It's, it's part of my real name, but yeah. Mm. Um, so I get a lot of guys that um, are actually more jealous that I have their dream job rather than people who are mad that I'm giving out picks. Um, and surprisingly enough, I don't get a lot of hate messages. I get more, uh, I gassed out more than I do uh, get, getting like called out. You okay. know? Yeah. Well, so I, I'm pretty yeah. lucky because there are a lot of hateful people and other women that I follow uh, on Twitter have gotten so much hate. And I, I try to stay away from that, but it's like just really unnecessary. Yeah. And I've seen, like you said, you do a show with Ariel Epstein as well. So it seems like you girls like stick together too, because um, I mean, yeah, you guys put on a show together and I don't understand why people would say, you know, the things that they say, because you are doing everything that guys, that guys that have the same kind of show do, you know? Yeah. I'm doing my job. um, But just people feel that, when their picks are right or their analyst, your their um, reasoning is better. 
then, then yours just sucks sort of thing. And uh, I don't know, there's just some people that aren't very supportive. But again, luckily, I haven't received a ton of hate. And I use the block and mute button quite often. Yeah. <laughs> but if not, like if I'm feeling like moody, I, I might clap back. But that's super, super rare. Yeah. And like, people just know that I, I'm pretty nice. And I don't think they want to pick on me. Or maybe they right. just have other people that they would rather pick on. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> Yeah, there have been, um, I think there's other people in this space who I wouldn't want to say bring it on themselves, but there are certain people who could bring things on themselves by the things that they do or say where you're kind of like, uh, not me personally, but other people would want to do that. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There are other people who tweet a ton of controversial things, um, and I'm just not that person. Uh, I don't live tweet during games. I don't tweet my feelings often um, yeah. unless it's like making fun of myself. Um, but yeah, I, I try so hard to stay out of any sort of Twitter drama or bring like negative attention on me. Of course, it's inevitable. But um, yeah, I try my best to, to stay out of it and just keep it very professional. Keep it about sports betting or like just making fun of myself because sometimes we have to do that. You got to. So you're just mm -hmm. staying focused, right? Yes. So you're obviously very successful in this space. You put in a lot of time and effort. What advice would you have for people who are trying to break out in like the sports betting space? Because obviously, yeah. like you said, it's very saturated. But how would you what advice would you have to stand out or kind of your path? What have you seen that was successful? Just anything like that? Yeah. So it seems as though a lot of people don't really care if your picks are right or not. I mean, that's just like kind of a bonus. And kind of like what I touched on earlier, you have to be entertaining and engaging and educational. Like the three E's, educational and entertaining, engaging. And, okay. and it's really like these days, if you do want to get picked up by a major network or a sports media company, you have to care about your content and you have to be consistent about it. Um, like I mentioned about you and complimented you earlier, you do funny TikToks and you have a lot of followers right. on TikTok. And it's really hard for me to get followers on TikTok because my following is on Twitter. Um, yeah, you have a large following on Twitter. Yeah, but the TikToks kind of translate really well on Twitter, like the videos. Um, but you, as you know, they're like kind of two different worlds and two different like age groups as well mm -hmm. on Twitter versus TikTok. Um, so yeah, be different. Like anyone can start a podcast on Twitter. Anyone can post pics. Anyone can make videos, but like do it to where it's engaging and where it's entertaining. And that's kind of all that matters. Even if your picks lose, like I just want to give a shout out here to, to Trent Atia. Book it with Trent. Do you kind of know him on Twitter? I, I do know him. Uh, well, I mean, like I know his stuff. Like you know of him. Yeah. I do know of him. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. So he he got famous for losing a ton of picks. And see, it like, doesn't really matter if you win them or not, but he's right. funny as he's doing it. And that's kind of what I strive for is, well, I don't want to lose all my picks, but I want to make it funny and I want to make it memorable and, and relatable. Um, and I think that's really important if you want to break out in this industry is just be relatable to the, to the audience that you want to target. That's it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And that's, and that's interesting too. Cause I think Colin Coward, I think he said something along those lines of you don't always have to be right. You have to be entertaining something like that, that he said, cause he has some, some outlandish takes too, you know? And I think sometimes, you know, like that could be used for clickbait or whatever, but mm -hmm. um, it is just interesting though. Um, yeah. But I wanted to know if you have any hot takes for uh, MLB season, you have any hot mm -hmm. takes? 
Yes, my hot take is that the LA Angels are not only going to win their division, but I think they can make it all the way to the World Series only if they all stay very healthy and then just stay consistent. I mean, isn't that the story of like every team, you know, stay healthy, stay consistent, but they look so good right now. And I'm just really, obviously this is kind of biased because I'm an Angels fan, but, uh, but they just look good. Mike Trout is one of the, the best performing players right now. Uh, and we know Otani's a stud. And uh, Rendon's doing well. You know, the whole, the whole team is doing very well. So I'm just really rooting for the Angels. Um, if I had another take, I really have to think about this because I really thought the Mariners were going to be uh, kind of threatening. Um, they're okay so Yeah, far. they went on a skid. I think they lost, what, 11 of the last 13, something like that. It was really bad. Um, over yeah. the last two weeks, yeah. And uh, I was pretty high on the Tampa Bay Rays early this season, but I don't know. The Blue Jays and Yankees are doing pretty well, although yeah. the Jays just lost to the Yankees a couple times in this series. Um, still high on them. I'm, I'm still hoping uh, for the Rays because because they're a really sneaky, like silently good team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the only hot take is the Angels could win it all. <laughs> Angels can win it all. Yeah, I mean, they threw a no-hitter the other day. You have – I love Joe Madden because he used to co- uh, be the manager for my Cubs. And yes. like you said, Otani, Trout, Rendon. Um, yeah, I mean, they beat up on the, on the Rays the other day uh, to the point, like you said, what was it? Uh, I think Rendon, he, he was batting lefty and he had a home run, which was nuts. Yeah, so yeah. I can see I can see that too as well. Um, the Rays – the Rays – I mean, they usually win 100, 102 games a season, and then they lose in the first round of uh, in the playoffs. So until they do anything past that, I really don't think it, it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know what? I was really high on the White Sox, too, as, as a lot of people kind yeah. of were, and they're kind of, like, disappointing in a way so far. Yeah. But maybe they're just kind of in a, you know, early season funk, uh, as, you know, there was a shortened spring training or whatever the excuse is, and maybe they'll just pick it up uh, after All-Star break. But who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, it hurts when your ace Lance Lynn goes down and uh, they had some other injuries as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, really underperformed. But again, once summer starts hitting, that's when the boys start heating up, right? That's right. Exactly. What are your hot takes, Peter? Uh, my hot takes, let's see. Um, I don't know how hot it would be. <laughs> I think the Mets are are the second best team in baseball, but I think – I think the Mets are going to met at the end of the yeah. season and they're going to drop the division to probably the Braves. I want to say the Phillies. I want to say the Phillies. I live right outside of Philly now. I'm like 12 miles away. Um, so I do enjoy watching the Phillies. Um, they have the offense. They don't really? have the bullpen at all. So, or they don't have a lot of starting pitching either. They have yeah. a lot of offense, but I would love them to drop it to the Phillies. I just think, the Mets are going to drop it at the end of the season because that's that's just their MO. That's who they've been. Yeah. That's who they are. So, um, yeah, their but, roster seems to like improve every year. Their health seems to improve every year. But it's po- come postseason or come near postseason, they just always flop. They just always drop it. And you, like you said, the Mets will met. And uh, I, I did like the Braves to win that division. Um, and hey, I think now is the perfect time to swoop it up. I think they're three to one to win it now when they were like plus 150 uh, earlier on. Um, mm-hmm. But you're right. I do like the Phillies. They have the offense. They're a great hitting team, but they don't. Their defense still kind of shaky, bullpen. Yeah. Pitching is just not really reliable there. So, And that's big in the MLB. 
I mean, when you're blowing games and you're up seven to one in the ninth <laughs> inning and you lose games to the Mets, like those hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's an exciting season. I think we're only like a quarter of the way through the season. We're like 40 games in. So we will see we'll how see. this goes. But, Minty, if the mm-hmm. Angels get there to the World Series, we're going to chop this up. I'm going to send it to you so you have evidence that says you called it in May. The receipts. Yes, that's important. Yeah, and receipts. if they don't, then just – just throw it away, you know, yeah, <laughs> just no never worries. talk about it again. Well, Minty, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on episode 50 lost in the shuffle. So, um, I appreciate all your time and your effort and all your picks that you put out and all the work that you do for Yahoo. Um, give out your, uh, I mean, I'm sure people follow, but your handles, um, on like Twitter and, and, and your, uh, and follow her on uh, TikTok too. She was complaining yeah. about her TikTok following. Yes, yes, at Minty Bets on Twitter and TikTok. And also give my company some love at Yahoo Sportsbook on Twitter and TikTok as well. Peter, thank you so much for having me. I super enjoyed uh, talking to you and, and being on your pod. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time, guys. Appreciate it.